death has been announced this week of Dennis Goldberg, a white South African who was imprisoned at the same time as Nelson Mandela and other members of the African National Congress, the ANC. They all fought against the injustice of apartheid. So what's that got to do with Edinburgh? Well, it takes a former Lord Provost of the City of Edinburgh, Eric Milligan, to explain everything to us. Eric, you were a former Lord Provost of the City of Edinburgh, and this morning we've heard about the sad death of Dennis Goldberg, who was a South African anti-apartheid activist who actually spent 22 years in prison uh, and was tried along with Nelson Mandela. So you know that there's an Edinburgh connection with this story. Tell me about the Edinburgh connection. Well, the Edinburgh connection really starts when Dennis Goldberg was released from jail in South Africa before Mandela was eventually released. And the authorities in South Africa told Dennis, there are crazy Afrikaners here who will probably try and shoot you because you were the only white man that was sentenced at the Ravonia trials all those years ago, along with Mandela. And you were seen by some extreme Afrikaners as the arch-traitor because you were white. We suggest to you that you make your way to Britain, where you will be safer. And he took up residence in London, and I befriended him some years after that. So we're into the 1980s. Dennis Goldberg and I became firm friends, and he regularly came up to Scotland in order to spend time with people like myself, who were very much involved in the anti-apartheid movement. And as a consequence of that, Dennis Goldberg and I continued to liaise closely together. I happened to be in Zambia when Kenneth Kaunda, the then president, was negotiating with F.W. de Klerk, the newly elected president of white South Africa, the dismantling of the apartheid system. And I was in Lusaka with the African Liberation Armies at that time and with the local government association of Zambia. And when Kenneth Kaunda announced dismantling the anti-apartheid system and the programme by which Nelson Mandela would be released from jail, I was in the presidential palace in Lusaka with Kenneth Kaunda. As a consequence of that, I invited F.W. de Klerk to come to Edinburgh and in order to give him his place as the person who was going to preside as president in the dismantling of the apartheid system, I went out to Edinburgh Airport to receive him. As I travelled in from Edinburgh Airport into the city, as he would address the company that had gathered in the university, I then would introduce him. After he had spoken, I would invite someone else to give a response. The person who I've asked to give a response, who has a different experience and a different perspective from you, is Dennis Goldberg. F.W. de Klerk, in the back of the car, went po-faced, said to me, I do not know Dennis Goldberg. I've never met the man. And then this huge beaming smile broke out on his face. And he said, and I know everything there is to know about Dennis Goldberg. 
That was the icebreaker between me and F.W. de Klerk. Everything went to plan. The university was packed. The uh, attendance, we had the uh, black students at the University of Edinburgh in their academic gowns welcoming F.W. de Klerk. F.W. de Klerk was talking in Afrikaan as they were talking to him in uh, Swahili. He addressed the company after having wiped the tears from his eyes because of the emotion of the occasion. And Dennis Goldberg, along with myself, were the other two speakers. Some years later, in 1997, we had the heads of the Commonwealth gathering in Edinburgh. And I extended the freedom of the city to Nelson Mandela, who was then recently elected the president of the new multiracial South Africa. When he was signing the Burgess Roll in Edinburgh, I recalled the occasion that had happened some years previously and told Mandela, do you know that it was here in Edinburgh where I introduced Dennis Goldberg to F.W. de Klerk? Nelson Mandela put the pen down. He looked into my eyes and he said, you, you introduced Dennis Goldberg to F.W. de Klerk. I said, yes, Mr. President, I did. You, I said, yes, me, here in Edinburgh. I said, yes, in Edinburgh. At the University of Edinburgh, I brought the two white men together. The one person who was white who went down at the Ravonia trials with you and spent many years in jail in South Africa with the white man that dismantled the apartheid system, F.W. de Klerk. Mandela looked up to me and said, I am proud to be a free man of Edinburgh. And Dennis Goldberg remained a good friend of mine and stayed in touch with me over the years that have passed since then. And indeed, the last time he came to Edinburgh was some years ago, and unfortunately, I was not here at the time. And he left for me his own autobiography, The Mission, A Life for Freedom in South Africa, Dennis Goldberg, and he wrote on it, For Eric, for old Lang Syne, yours Dennis, 12-10-1913. Dennis Goldberg is a true hero of those who believe in a multiracial society and believe there should be no place for discrimination within any country in the world and that people, irrespective of the colour of their skin, are of equal value and of equal worth. And I was very proud to become a good friend of Dennis Goldberg, both politically and personally. And the connections that I have with those who fought in the struggle with South Africa is one of the proudest kind of processes of achievements that I have been associated with over my whole lifetime. But some years after all of that, and after the protests at Murrayfield against all white South African rugby 15s, I had the pleasure of welcoming onto the field at Murrayfield with the men I from South Africa, Lindua Labutsa, the new multiracial South African rugby 15, to much cheering on the terraces at Murrayfield. And she said to me, Eric, I would like to organise a burnt supper at South Africa House in London. And if I organise it as the new South Africa, will you come down and address a haggis? And will you and the then Labour MP, Brian Wilson, be the two speakers? And that's exactly what happened. And she, on that occasion, recited Burns's poem, The Slave's Lament. She herself was the uh, cultural uh, uh, spokesperson 
within the ANC. And she spoke with that wonderful kind of rich voice that you expect from people from South Africa to recite Burns's Lament. You could have heard a pin drop in South Africa House. And I look back on all of these kind of activities with fond memories, and I'm delighted that it was here in Edinburgh, of all places in the world, it was here in Edinburgh where the first photograph was taken with the, what was then the new flag of multiracial South Africa, and I have it here in my house, Dennis Goldberg holding the flag and F.W. de Klerk standing beside him, beside myself and Janice, with a photograph of Nelson Mandela looking down on the occasion. These are things of which all of us are entitled to be very, very proud. And Edinburgh is a city, is a city that gives you the platform to do these things that could not happen really almost anywhere else. That's wonderful. What a great connection uh, with, between Edinburgh and uh, all the greats of South Africa. And of course, in the city chambers, there is a room, is there not, which is named the Mandela Room. <laughs> and that's where the photograph was taken, in the Mandela Room within the city chambers, yep. with F.W. de Klerk and with Dennis Goldberg. Eric, thank you very much indeed for your memories this morning. And there you are, that's the link between... Dennis Goldberg, who died on Wednesday in South Africa and Edinburgh. Thank you so much for listening to the Edinburgh Reporter podcast. Listen out for more episodes coming soon.